We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcasts. NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Nice jumper. Got it! Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hello. Uh, Welcome to the Eurostep. An entirely different tone than when I did, like, not that long ago, 36 hours ago, something like that, um... But this is the Eurostep Milwaukee Bucks podcast coming to you with entirely different energy directly following the 2020 NBA draft. The Bucks made two selections, 45th overall, they got Jordan Wara, 60th overall, they got Sam Merrill. But I am here with my weary but still spectacular co-host, Rohan Kadi, and we have, I think, maybe something we should touch on before we get to the draft. I don't know. What do you think, Rohan? Okay, so the news of the day is that the Bucks still got Drew Holiday, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the I think is crucial there. Um, somehow, if you haven't heard about this, and I imagine, if, if you're learning about this here, I'm sorry. You must be so confused. So the Bogdan Bogdanovich sign-and-trade is probably off, at least momentarily off. Um the reporting hit me like a ton of bricks today that at first it, it like the first report is that you know the trade is on hold because Bogdan didn't sign off on going to the Bucks and that seems super weird and then we just got more and more reporting about how you know he's not even interested in this in this destination anymore he wants to test free agency or even get signed and traded elsewhere 
there's a lot at play here. It seems like agreeing to a sign and trade, if that happened with Bogdan Bogdanovich before Friday, I think at 6 p.m. Eastern is when free agency actually opens, is actually a violation of the CBA and could be tampering. So that it's, could it, be. That could be tampering. It is 1,000% yeah. tampering. <laughs> it is tampering if that happened. Um, so this could be a smokescreen, and the two sides are coming back to work on a deal later. Um, this could be Or Bogdan, just wait to announce it. Or just wait to announce it, yeah. Um, this could be Bogdan somehow fielding a better offer or just having a change of heart. I don't think the change of heart thing is likely. The better offer thing, maybe, but not many people have money. Um, or the league could come in and shut this down and, and penalize the Bucks harshly and not even allow this trade to happen because of the tampering. So, yeah, what are your thoughts on, on where the Bucks I'm are just, at? You know, I'm not even surprised at this point. Because we allowed ourselves to get too happy. Yeah, 100,000%. I came to this. I was like, what were we thinking with our joy? Like, we, idiots. we have to remember that we cover the Milwaukee Bucks. We do. We've, we forgot that for a brief moment on Tuesday. And we just got Monday? I don't know what days are. It was are Tuesday anymore. morning, right? That it was had to be yesterday? Tuesday that was yesterday. Oh my goodness! Okay, that, that was yesterday like because it opened. The, the window opened on Monday, right? And they didn't oh, do anything. Oh yeah, so on it was Monday. yesterday. And okay. CP left, so we woke up on Tuesday morning at six forty-five a.m. and recorded the most joyous episode of the Eurostep in some time. And now, what is it? Like literally thirty-six-ish hours. More yeah. than that, a little more than that, a little more than that. About 40, 41 hours later, less than two full days, we're just crushed. And I, I do, I am glad that the first thing you said is the Drew Holiday trade is still on because it does seem like that's the case. Um, we got some draft anecdotal evidence of that because it sure seems like the Pelicans selected with 24th overall, at least according to Shams Trania and Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, so that they also traded been... that pick to Denver. <laughs> so they traded that pick and the other pick, huh? Yeah. It yeah. We like... got news. The, the 42nd, I think 42nd pick that was allegedly coming to Milwaukee. I'd kind of heard it wasn't. And then, Again, the Pelicans traded that one too, so clearly it's not. Um, so it seems like the Drew trade is set. It's the picks that we talked about. Did we talk about the picks? Not really. No, I don't think we. T- oh, so we, we can break that down too. But it's the it's draft picks for Drew Holiday and Bledsoe and George Hill are going, and the Bucks got 60th overall back in the deal and used it. Um, but the Bogdan trade is off, and I guess now. Right now, and there's so much we don't know. I want to preface all of this with there's still a lot of info out there. I think this is very much a developing situation, and we'll update you as we get more info. But knowing what we know now, do you think they're going to end up with Bogdan Bogdanovich when all is said and done? I'm cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah. I, I don't know whether this is me going through the different stages of grief, <laughs> but I, I think it's got to be a smoke. There's too many moving parts that go on in a like a trade that has to be finalized and then that leaks out that it can't really fall apart that quickly. You know? Here's the thing, though. Even if it is a smokescreen, it could still get shut down or one or both, or I guess all three, 
sides could kind of back away from it, not wanting retribution from the league. I yeah. don't think there's a good chance it happens. I, I, it just it feels like there's too many ways it could go wrong and not enough ways it could still go right. I mean, the least of which just being like everyone's just stuck in a weird place between things happening right now. I don't know. It's possible. It's not impossible. Like I said, everything's on the table. I just think between Bogdan actually maybe wanting to go somewhere else, who knows? Again, I, I didn't think that was happening, but it's like everything else, it's possible. Or... You know, the Kings and Bucks and some combination of those two and the NBA kind of being like, no, you broke the rules. You shouldn't have done this. I don't know. I, I think it'd be really weird at this point if Bogdan Bogdanovich was on the Bucks, And if anything, it would raise even more eyebrows than are already up looking at this but the extremely thing is, like, weird situation. That's just the thing is when this isn't this isn't like an abnormal thing, though. Yes, it is. It's, Okay, okay, this specific situation, yes. But I'm talking like tampering. Uh, well, no, not... Well, that's, I think people... Hmm. The thing about tampering is... You can't be this obvious with it. <laughs> basically, yeah. I mean, that's... I, I keep getting, like, there's this, oh, it's part of this, the league-wide conspiracy, there are other teams are hammering the bucks for something everybody does, and the poor bucks. It's like, look, uh, the other teams were mad... Yeah, I mean, the other teams get mad at each other all the time. It's like all they do. And this wouldn't matter if the other teams were mad, if, like, it was an open secret that, like, the Bucks were going to work something out with Bogdan Bogdanovich. It that would feels be fine. Like, it feels like it was, though, because we've been it hearing these for a while. Well, that, yeah, we were hearing those for a while, and they were fine. But this was a deal like m- reported by Woj and Woj is a major factor in this, but reported by Woj as being done just like all the other trades that happened and trades are just fine to happen right now. Trades, no problem, but sign in trades are not. And I think reporting that the deal was done more than implies that there was some negotiation with Bogdan Bogdanovich from the Kings on behalf of the Bucks, which with before free agency opens, that's just not legal. So it wasn't like I think it's it's more complex and harder to make it sound like it's just rumblings the way it was reported. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, uh DeAndre Jordan, you know, is interested. There's mutual interest between DeAndre Jordan and whatever. That's a random player, but you know, whoever. Like it, it wasn't just mutual interest. It wasn't just you know, the Bucks have their eye out. That, that came out earlier, and it was fine. The Bucks love Bogdan Bogdanovich, remember? And no one made a big deal around the leagues. That's the kind of thing that happens. If it had stayed there until Friday, I don't think there's any issue whatsoever. The issue was, it sounds like, potentially, allegedly, let me use my lawyer speak here. I'm not a lawyer. Um, it sounds like there was potentially more going on than that. And, you know, you, despite people saying, like, oh, all the big teams do this all the time, who else has worked out a sign-and-trade at this point? Who else has even done any sort of a contract thing? There's been opting out and mutual interest. You know, uh, Wes Matthews could get interest from the Lakers, right? Yeah. But it's not like Wes is going to join the Lakers on a minimum contract on Friday at 6 Eastern. That would be the problem. That is the distinction. That is why the Bucks are could potentially get hammered for this. Do you I don't think know they really just don't know how to tamper? Yes, 100%. <laughs> And it's funny, I saw so many people blame Vlade, and I was like, it doesn't even work there anymore, man. Oh, he still does. <laughs> what is, 
Oh, but he doesn't run the show. That's fair. Yeah, he's still I, there. Okay, though. you can't take the Vlade out. That's true. It's impossible. Um, but I, I've seen people blame the Kings. I've seen people blame Bogdan. We don't know enough yet to know exactly what the hell is We're going on. We're going to find out on Friday. It maybe even before then. Um, we'll find out one way or another eventually what actually is happening here. But my early read sounds like the Bucks kind of took these two trades together and brought them victory to lap. victory lap to Woge. I mean, look at the way Woj worded this stuff. I mean, it was a significant day for the franchise. You know, they, mm-hmm. that they was, made it the wasn't moves. even just Woj. It was like everyone across NBA media. Yeah. And is, you know, is it possible that all these media members just decided this? Sure. But very, very often the case with these things is whoever feeds the info gets at least some control of how it is conveyed. Like that's how these things work. It seems pretty logical. The Bucks came through with this info and said, look at, we did it. Get off our backs. Like we made the moves. We're keeping Giannis. And if that's what happened, they clearly were too hasty with one of these moves. Yeah. There's just, I, th- I think, yeah, they just tried to celebrate too early and they're, it's, they might pay the price for it. Yeah, and we still don't know what's going to happen. Um, There's a, and you want to hear a, you want to hear a little uh, theory? Sure. You were going to say conspiracy, sure. It's not a conspiracy, I realize. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Warriors might mm, yeah. have a big offer for him considering that Clay Thompson unfortunately just tragically suffered an Achilles injury today. Uh I think we is it do we know that much, or is it just we know it, legs we know still? it's an Achilles. We don't know okay. if it's a tear or gotcha. anything. We I think we know that it's an Achilles injury. My thing there is, what is the offer? I have no idea. They, they don't have, have money. The, is it a sign yeah. trade for Wiggins? If the Kings do that, just fire them into the sun. Well, and the other issue there is, like, I don't even know if it's possible because we all are aware if you do a sign and trade, you get hard capped and they just have so much salary oh already. Sorry, not to interrupt you, but the, the Bucks signed another premature contract. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, they signed Sam Merrill already. <laughs> already? Well, there's a lot of the undrafted guys apparently can get signed already, but that's weird that that's. You can't sign draft picks yet either. Yeah, there's a lot of this going, and there's even some are specific enough to say two way. The Bucks should be making calls right now. Oh, that's my interesting. Goodness. I don't know. Sorry, I still don't I know what's going on. I still don't. I uh, I feel like I need more info before. I mean, that's my that's a theory going around right now is that the Bucks took the victory lap. We'll see, um, but it's not good. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like a good situation at all. No, who? There's and, and a it, chance this all blows over. There's a chance. Yeah. Maybe people forget about it, realize that the Bucks still they still got Drew Holiday. Yeah, that's true. We think. Uh, and I, wa- I want to talk. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure. I want to talk more about Drew in a second, but it's going to be tough for the Bucks to pivot from this if they don't get Bogdan. Um, Dante DiVincenzo is out here liking tweets about how the Bucks lost the bench mob. That was so good. Uh, I don't think the relationship is irredeemable but it's 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 awkward yeah it's bad um but there's not a clean fit for someone else to go get i don't think for that because it's only all three of those guys is like 
12 or 13 million dollars in salary so it's not like you you know I, i've talked about derozan in the past especially on twitter you couldn't just like move those guys to sacramento for derozan it doesn't work at all you need to include brooke lopez you at have that to move point, them to san antonio or what did i say <laughs> sacramento oh, i got Sacktown on the mind man um yeah you have to you can't just do that though you have to include brooke lopez too and that's now a four for one trade that's not looking that appealing to me anymore now that you can't like put together maybe two or three guys salary to get him um when's the, the last time this sort of thing happened was it monte Yunus? i don't know if there's ever been a situation where like no this. where it's like a trade sort of falls through monte Yunus is probably up there was he going from the rockets or yes, to the rockets from the rockets. from the rockets um, I like a parallel. I guess would be the DeAndre thing. I guess, but that doesn't involve like a, players moving. That's true. Uh, well, actually, you know what? Well, here's the closest one. Um, Marcus Morris was going to be a spur, and the Spurs gave oh, up yeah. Davis Bertans for free to Washington to get him. And then Marcus Morris got an offer from the Knicks and said, never mind. And the Spurs were just out Bertans, which stunk for them. Somewhat similar, but not really. Um, this would be the first time, if the league gets involved. The this first is time the so league, bucks. This is what, so bucks. It's so... All they had to do, if if it is what we think it is, and they just everything got too was excited. fine, just wait until Friday. All they had to do. Like Giannis was, isn't even in the states yet for him to sign his contract. And he couldn't even sign it yet. Just wait a little bit. Just a little bit. I can't believe they're gonna mess this up. Maybe, yeah. Um, Malik Beasley is probably the best pivot in my mind right now. It'd be another sign and trade. The same rules would apply. He probably makes less than Bogdan. Um, I think his value has gone down he it does have a legal matter right now from what i can remember i didn't think it was extremely troubling but i i don't know i guess the bucks do have the bucks i think try to avoid things like this like a lot of teams do um they're not like nba dallas cowboys or anything but i think he's an option who showed some real potential and and he's even closer to Giannis's timeline than bogdan but it still would feel a little bit crushing to not get Bogdan, especially because at least we thought he and Giannis were close. Yeah, there was the reports that those two were talking from Mark Stein. I heard that Bogdan was going to take a pay cut to help accommodate the 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 moves. And oh, I don't know. I don't remember where I heard that. It was on the record somewhere. I didn't. It wasn't sourced, but uh, <laughs> that seems less likely now. Um, or so it, or it is likely, and that's just that's the entire reason because someone got excited and just decided to tell people. I don't know if you can come back from this, and you know, after all this scrutiny from the rest of the league, and oh no, it's fine. We didn't really negotiate yet, but now the we way, did. And the way you going to take solve. the least amount possible. It's nothing fishy here. The way you could solve it is probably by paying him more and. S- uh, sort of spin it as like a they came back to the table and sort of renegotiated a new contract. Yeah, that's the other. I guess con- this one is a conspiracy theory that Bogdan's agent like wrecked the whole thing to get him a raise. Which to me, I, that doesn't make sense. You to don't me. even like, need to give him a new contract. You could just have it play out like that. Well, 
I mean, it's like you're not it's not going to be that much of a difference. Like there's a specific range that he can sign for to fit within the, the hard cap and everything. Like it would be a few million dollars Ooh, a year. You know like, what would you know be a really good way to pivot from this? What? If you had like Giannis call, like the story is that Giannis uh, called up Bogdan and was like, Hey, we need you to come to Milwaukee. Sort of thing. That might be what they do. That might be what they do. What really would be scary. Hire me Bucks PR. <laughs> <laughs> What really would be scary is if the Bucks got dinged a draft pick for tampering. Cause like, cool. What pick? From where? Yeah, like, <laughs> could they could they go cancel the Drew trade too? No, I don't think they could. That's ho- is that's that, is too that, much interference. Is it completed yet? No. Um, it's not completed, if, but that's just if that, the pick that's gets taken away before the trade. Up. But the thing is, like, that's that's sort of known. And well, that's, no, not, no, like, no, but, that's not that's no, not no. as illegal. No, no, no. That's that that part is fine. What I'm saying is, like, if a pick gets taken away that was crucial to New Orleans doing the trade, that could be very bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think the NBA would do that. I don't know if the NBA much cares about our feelings. No, it's not even like a feelings thing. It's the sense that they that's never happened in sort of like the NBA before where it's like you're getting punished and that's affecting other moves and other teams around the league because New Orleans has already traded a pick as a part of that trade. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, You're I messing up three teams now. It's too far gone. Like Denver and New Orleans are paying the price then at that point and I doubt they'd be happy with that considering this wasn't even affected. Yeah. The NBA might just say tough for everybody. You shouldn't have made this. You shouldn't have taken this guy without officially making the trade. And that's the risk of doing that before then, things are on the books. I don't know. I, I mean, think, nothing is like most of these trades are not sent into the legal. I, I don't know. I, don't, I think maybe the, I'm being ridiculous. Tr- I think that I think that's a little out of out of. Well, out my of the counterpoint realm is possibility. Like, I don't think the league is going to be like, "Oh, you already used your draft pick, so I guess we can't punish you." Or they you just complete the bucks. trade really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. Um, because yeah, they can know. be sent in now because the draft is over. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, but let's get to Drew quickly. Um, we talked about him uh, on the last pod. All the positives are still there. I think it's important to note, despite all the doom and gloom, and just because this whole situation is just so weird and sad because we had this great – like just this great vibe around never the Bucks. trust the bucks never trust the bucks shouts to frank madden and within two days just totally soiled but drew is still really really good uh it seems like they still have him so we know now the cost is bledsoe and hill an unprotected pick in 2025 and 2027 the 24th overall pick this year's draft which i don't even remember who it turned into and pick swaps in 2024 and 2026 and also the Bucks had to send a future second to Cleveland to open up their 2022 pick to do all the other stuff. So the price is steep. I don't think it's unnecessarily steep. I mean, uh, New Orleans was in a good position. The Bucks needed to find somebody like this. I have no problem with this. The only way I would have a real issue with this is if like Giannis immediately checks out because of this Bogdan thing and is no longer very interested, which I would hope doesn't happen. Um, but if Giannis is still bought in, and even if he just signs like a shorter extension, by all means, I'm totally down for this. Yeah, that's fair. We do have a little bit of news. 
Ooh. Uh, so Brian Windhorst on ESPN is saying that uh, th- shouts to Jordan Tresky as always uh, for oh, tweeting this out. Uh, Windhorst said on SportsCenter that Bogdanovich's representation has been adamant that he hasn't agreed to anything, but he also wants to come to Milwaukee. <sighs> so, so it's smoke a smokescreen. It's a smokescreen. Smokescreen. So now, now we have to see what the league says. Yeah. So it's it's in the league's court now. Yeah, so it feels pretty obvious what the Bucks and Kings are going to do on Friday. Then, yeah, they might they might start negotiating with Bucks. Yeah, that's when they'll start negotiating. Of course, that's when that's when the Bucks will for the this first time. This has been a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, it has. Um, well, I'm glad I, we don't have to scrap the first 20 minutes of the podcast. I feel like that's pretty much where we were leaning anyway, right? Yes, I think that's the most logical outcome. It's going to be fast. What happens from here is going to be so fascinating. So I do think the the other case of like related to this in the CBA is the Joe Smith thing in Minnesota, and I think they lost multiple draft picks. Could you could you explain? Yes, I can. So they actually shout out to the old wolves and maybe still the wolves, but they Con. had a, get. I think this was Con. They had written agreement with him that the league found and it's just like why would you ever write this down Wait, but really? <laughs> to basically he was going to take vet men on two consecutive deals and then they were going to use bird rights and pay two or three consecutive deals and then they were going to use bird rights to pay him so the wolves literally drew up a contract of sorts not an official nba one but some or at least some sort of agreement that said, well, basically, we're going to pay you later, which is very much illegal. That's circumvention. And the NBA came down hard and struck the deal and, and cost them picks. I think the difference here working for the Bucks is they didn't really gain anything from this. I mean, like I guess, like, sure, some sort of an advantage. But it seems like Biden wanted to go there anyway. It's not like, you know, they were doing something that they couldn't have done under the cap if they waited until Friday, you know, it's not like they had a secret agreement for, you know, one smaller contract and then a bigger it's like, one. Yeah. We'll like pay that. you like $5 million this year. And then like 30 the next year. Right. Like it wasn't, I don't think it was as shady as that. I don't think it was, I don't think the bucks were really gaining as much of an upper hand. I think it's if, a, yeah. Windhorst is just saying it's a tampering issue. Yeah. Which I will see. Um, if best case right now is they still get Bogdan and they just catch like a big fine because, quite frankly, who cares? Yeah, if it's a fine, you pay that fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't have a choice, but yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you take that. That's, that's, that's like totally fine. Yeah. Uh, they already put up 50K for saying they would sign Giannis, so. No, they didn't. No, saying they would offer him a contract. <laughs> yeah, excuse me. They would offer him this. What a stupid rule. They need to change that rule. But um, yeah, so it's a smokescreen, and I guess now we'll just see what happens. What an incredibly bucks situation. This is just. <sighs> I, this is so bucks. Yeah. I don't know is. how else to say it. And apparently, yeah, Bogdan has been in contact with Giannis and he wants to play for Milwaukee. Yeah. Which, uh, again, so it is what we thought it was. Yeah. it's a. It, it looks like it's a smokescreen. It's probably bad that we're all figuring this out this easily. I don't think this speaks well to uh, – I, I don't think I mean, the NBA is going to have trouble sniffing this one out. But they can't prove anything. Unless they have a written agreement, but they're not the Timberwolves. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's there's no real. You really hope they're not the Timberwolves. Um, oh God. We'll see. As long as I don't know, I, I don't want to speculate. I have no idea. In um, fact, really you could no you idea. could even say that because player to player tampering, 
is yeah, I was legal. Say, if, if only Giannis from the Bucks talked to him, it's going to be really yeah, tough. Yeah, saying like, hey, we could do a sign and trade with you sort yeah. of thing. And then Giannis leaked that. If that's their story, that's perfectly legal. Yeah, I mean, the NBA has long since thrown their hands up at trying to legislate that. Player, yeah, they've given up on player to player. That's I mean, how, impossible. Yeah, of course they have. Yeah, yeah it's, they, you'd never be able to, to actually do that. Um, I think I almost have some optimism. I it's feel still better. a weird, bad situation. Better. This is sort of like my therapy. I think they can get him. I think they'll be able to. I changed my answer. I'm confident I think they'll be able now. to get him. Yeah, I'm confident now, too. Maybe we now shouldn't that, be. Now that there's only one real path for him not. When there were two paths in my head, like one that he actually might want to go somewhere else and one that the league shut it down, I felt less optimistic. Now that it's just like Bogdan wants to do it, the Bucks want to do it, we'll see what the, the Kings I, I want to do it. The Kings want to do it. I don't think I don't think they're going to strike down the move for this. I really hope we just catch the big fine because again, I don't have to pay the fine. I'm fine with that. If I get to still watch Bogdan, it doesn't matter to me. Sorry, ownership. Um, okay. Pay the tax. Yeah. Pay, yeah, that, that's for you sure. You didn't buy happened. a pick. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Um, but basically, I guess we can do this quickly now. If Biden's still coming, 100% on board for the Drew trade, right? Yeah. I don't think that was a... Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a question a lot. A lot of people are saying this is a crazy overpay. I'm seeing it compared to the Anthony Davis haul, which is just a wild mischaracterization. Um, I would closer compare it to Paul George. Paul George, I think, is not even. I think this is less than that. Too. No, in the sense that you mentioned this, it's like a two players for one. Well, yeah, that that as well. But just like in terms of if you're just looking at the compensate, like the people keep saying five picks are ridiculous. I mean, yeah, is it a little bit of an overpay? Sure, but that's what you need to do if you're the Milwaukee Bucks. You have yeah. other teams that were willing that could outbid you in terms of like players, in terms of actual picks. So you needed if you wanted to get this deal done, you needed to overpay because the nets could outbid you the nuggets could outbid you a lot of teams could outbid you in terms of player and picks so you needed to go over the top because there was a bidding war out there for drew holiday and they won it because they needed to bid higher yeah and and they got in there quick while the james harden stuff was going on but it's not that much of an overpay i'm 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 firm on this i don't think in a vacuum. it's not it's not an insane overpay is it a little bit of an overpay sure sure but that's yeah, that's how you get a guy like drew holly exactly. in this place like 24 this year whoever was taken wherever it got RJ. sent. oh rj okay <laughs> um so eight percent chance he's a very good nba player someday generously um it, it's a late 20s pick right like it, it is what it is it's not going to be almost ever uh, a very good player you have like a 10% chance it's an elite role player, maybe a couple all-star. Very, very slim chance it's any better than that. So that is what it is. It's a it's a swing. Those picks are obtainable all the time. I'm not losing sleep over 24 overall. Two pick swaps, which is like, so if you're calling this the Bucks gave up five picks, you can say that if you say they also got two back because two of the five, quote-unquote, are swaps. So if the Bucks are better than the Pelicans, Nothing even happens in those years. If they're not, they could be in a bad spot, but, you know, such is life. 2025 and 2027. So if these deals, as we expected, get Giannis to sign the Supermax, he's still on the roster in 2025. So I feel pretty good that that pick is at least, like, not number one overall. 2027, you know what? That's a long time from now. Honestly, 
I don't care. If it's one unprotected pick after Giannis's super max would expire, I just don't care. Like, there's a solid chance that New Orleans gets no lottery picks or maybe one lottery pick out of this entire deal. So saying five picks when they have a chance at one, maybe two lottery picks by 2027, to me, just feels like a mischaracterization. And it's like, I'd much rather have Drew Holiday than whatever 11-year-old right now is going to be that 2027 pick. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> I, I mean, no, you're you're completely right. It's just, it. I find it very strange to say that they traded an 11-year-old. They did. There's some 11-year-old somewhere in some city, some country. Uh, is is going to be a, maybe a Pelican someday because of this. And I'm losing sleep. When I see Drew Holiday put up 29 and 10 in a crucial playoff game, I'm going to slam my desk and go, oh, no. 2027 hey, first. He's put though. up 41 in a playoff game before. Uh, but you know, you know who could put up 42? An 11-year-old. <laughs> Something to think about, Rohan. Something to think about. We're back on the optimism. I thought game. you were going to say Bogdan. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe. Leader of Horde. Bucks Twitter, if this is if this ends up being just clearly a smokescreen, Bucks Twitter has some tweets to delete. I've seen some tweets toward Bogdan. <laughs> no, less than less than kind. Never um, tweet. Just what? Just never tweet. Yeah. I, I think the farthest I said is I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt right now, which I feel like is reasoned. Um, That's fair. That's yeah, not outlandish. No, no. I, the the crazy days are behind me. Um, but yeah, this this podcast and this this news from Wendy, the other Wendy. I'm obviously the main Wendy. Um, has totally reshaped how I'm looking at this. Just like 2020 has reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. 2020 is, and this ordeal, thankfully, is also almost over. But businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient right now, which means every hire and sign and trade is crucial. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. 73% of online job seekers in the U.S. visiting Indeed each month, according to Comscore total visits. So it's clear Indeed can help get you the quality hire you need. That's why more than 3 million businesses worldwide use Indeed for hiring. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Speaking of weights, the wait for football is finally over. It's back. And even if you're not at a game this year, you can still get in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can even get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. 
Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnG, your online sportsbook experts. So, um, should we talk about the draft? Yeah, it's the first time uh, we we had a year off last year for the Bucks having a draft pick, and now <laughs> we have true. two. Yeah, we have two. To, and actually, even before my Bogdan optimism, I kind of like the picks. Yeah. With you the preface that they're 45 and 60 overall, so the expectations should be low. One of them is Mr. Irrelevant. So. That's true. That's true. Or is that and an NFL thing? Is that an NFL thing? I think it applied. That's, it was my first thought was Sam Merrill is Mr. Irrelevant too, but not to us, of course. No, Come on never. the Eurostep, Sam. Um, but I, I feel like that applies to all drafts. Oh, okay. I, just I think. Sure. Um, but Jordan Wara. Yes, he was picked number 45. He uh, played three years at Louisville, declared for the draft. What do, what do you think? You're excited? Yeah, I mean, I, I talked, I think, a lot on the draft episode about looking for guys who were a little bit more seasoned, who could come in and contribute right away. And I think especially on the Bucks, whatever happens, I, I think salary-wise, even just with Drew around, there's not going to be a ton of money for a bench. Like, you're going to need... Yeah, not like he's gonna not like he's gonna have to be your seventh man or anything, but I think you're gonna like have real minutes for at least one of these guys at some point during the season. So you want someone who's not just like a total disaster. Wara seems like not just a total disaster. Uh eighteen point seven point seven rebounds across thirty one games this season with Louisville. Shot forty four percent from the field and forty point two percent from deep on six attempts per game and I believe he was first or very close to first in some key three-point shooting drills at the Combine. This guy is a legit shooter. Yeah. Uh, you can't really... He, he can shoot from like anywhere on the court. He can has deep range. It was the, the stats we were talking about at the Combine. He was 82% on the spot-up threes at the Combine drill, which was number one overall. <laughs> Better than his free throw percentage, which um, is good at 81%. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, the NBA Combine Endurance Drill, which is five minutes of consecutive game speed spot threes, uh, shot 78%, which is Ooh. best overall. So this this guy can shoot. But what I really like is that he's a wing that can shoot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A legit wing. I will say the one thing about Oh, one thing I thought was interesting. Like Giannis, a Nigerian um, yes. from Nigeria, from parents who uh, immigrated from Nigeria. Oh, does he really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. That's that's awesome. Um, but I, I thought that was. I don't think it necessarily is exactly why they made the pick. His dad is the co- head coach of the Nigerian national team. Oh, very very cool. Did not know that either. Um, oh, that's that's awesome. Um, I believe his dad was born in Nigeria, and then um, I, I guess must still be there sometime. Um, but I, I think Jordan was born in America somewhere. That seems right. I believe. Uh, let me see if that's on the draft profile. Hometown says Buffalo, New York. So, yeah. But wh- whichever. Um, clearly, he spent some time at both places, which is uh, sick. Hilariously, given current events, the first half of the pod, the Bucks apparently telegraphed this pick. I saw some folks had reporting like 30 minutes before they made it that they were zeroing in on Wara in the second round. So, luckily, Wait, like, really? nobody... Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, that was out there. That was out there. Um, something the Bucks similar just happened. can't. They just get too excited. I, I, you know, I can relate to them, but I just keep it under wraps <laughs> for a little bit, folks. Um, the one thing I, I think will they say, make meds for that. 
<laughs> I think they do too. Um, I don't expect a lot of ball handling. Um, that's the, like the one detraction or weakness. I don't know much about his do- sure. d- defense either. I mean, sure, but he's also not going to be asked to do that. <laughs> no, for sure. But I just mean like you're looking at his years, his third year as a starter, or his third year at least, and I, th- I think he was a starter. Yeah, he played 33 minutes per game. Uh, 1.3 assists per game, 2.1 turnovers. So whenever you see that negative assist turnover ratio, especially it's pretty that safe large, bet. yeah, especially like significantly. Um, not doing a ton of passing, so I think you're gonna see a lot of shooting from Jordan War. Excuse me, um, which should be fine. Like you said, it's not like they need him to handle the ball a lot. No, you just you you can bring that sort of thing along, especially in a system like the one that Milwaukee unfortunately still has. Uh, sorry, though. But in terms of like their actual development, their uh, this coaching staff actually has a proven track record at developing yeah. players. I shouldn't be too harsh on them. Uh, so who knows? In this culture, they could actually uh, Jordan could you know develop his uh, ball handling skills because I think one thing that Milwaukee really really values is like triple threat. You need to be able to dribble, pass, shoot. That's what they say all the time, at least at press conferences, right? Yeah. yeah. So if they can turn him into that, especially given that he has all the tools and especially like the body, the build to be a you know certifiable NBA wing, and he already has the shooting touch. Let's see if that translates. If they can develop, they they could develop the passing game. Look at what they did for Dante, who still may or may not be on the team. <laughs> Seems like not. I, you mentioned his body. I don't think we mentioned his measurements yet. Uh, War is six foot seven with a six ten wingspan and two twenty three. So definitely an NBA ready body. There the certainly like six seven sounds a little small to play the three, but that six foot ten wingspan means I comfortably I think he can slot in range as a small on defense. Yeah, def- that helps a lot defensively. Um, and I think even if the passing doesn't really come along, if you just have like. Anthony Morrow 2.0, that's fine. That's a fine player at 45 overall. Like, if all he does, quote-unquote all, is hit 42% of his threes and, like, have it's one assist in three pick. games. Yeah, it's like at least he has a skill that can make him useful to the Bucks. I mean, if Kyle Korver is still around, this could be a guy where you, like, just literally do everything he does. If Kyle Korver isn't, this could be almost a, a Korver replacement in the rotation in terms of just, like, we can throw this shooter in if the shooting translates, which we'll see. I, I feel good about it, but we'll see. Um, but this is like, how, we'll have him run any action with Giannis, and there's going to be space. Like, have him run around a couple screens, and there's going to be some space for him. Like, I, I feel good about it. I think it's not a perfect pick, but it's pretty hard to make perfect picks at 45. I mean, it's really hard to get, you know, good starters in the second round. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't expect that to be yeah. clear. It's it's unfair. And to when that does that. happen, you know, you should just trade him. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize. Did it, Did you see where Desmond Bain went? Uh he went late. He slid. He would have been there for. Sh- he was there at twenty four. Uh, he I went in he the second to, round. I think it was like thirty one. To Memphis, Memphis getting him. I was like, oh, that's such a Memphis had a good draft. The Raptors so had a good Detroit. draft. Shout out yeah, Laz Detroit getting did. Killian Hayes. Laz was so I was on a live pod with Laz, the uncontested folks. Um, I was I was on there for twenty one through twenty four, so I was supposed to be. I stayed longer. Um, wasn't talking about the Bucks pick at twenty four, but I was dying that that Bain was there, and uh, they probably would have taken him anyway. But that would have been an awesome pick. Um, but 
the Raptors got a guy in Malachi Flynn who I think they're going to make a really good point guard. But regardless, the Bucks got a point guard ish too. Um, yeah, Sam six, Merrill, sixty overall. Uh, apparently, Wisconsin sports teams like drafting uh, players from Utah State. Uh, <laughs> nice. That's a nice a nice call out. Honestly, he seems a lot better than I would expect from a sixtieth overall pick. Yeah, this kind of goes with what we were saying, like leading up to the draft, and that this is a really back heavy draft. Yeah. So you can still get quality players. Like Marcus Howard just signed a two way deal with Denver. He didn't That's even get drafted. That's a good player on a two way. That's a good player on a two way. Yeah. You just you're you're getting good value in these late round picks, which is it's good to see. We like the Bucks didn't pay for a pick, but they did. We should mention they traded yeah. two future second round picks to the Orlando Magic for number forty five. Yeah. Dead. Great, great call out. I totally forgot to say that. Yeah, they, they did not get that the Pelicans pick, but they did pick up 45 instead. Yes, yeah, so they 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 made use of their uh, current assets to try to get into the second round. I mean, given if all the trades go through, they need second round picks for yeah. salary purposes uh, because they are hard capped if this, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so many ifs. Yeah, they, they have to stay under the apron, which is at 139, I think. Yes, I believe. Just logistical nightmare, but it's fine. Uh, so getting good value out of second round picks is good. And Sam Merrill, he could be good again. Uh, I saw. I can't remember who said it on Twitter. I apologize, but uh, John Horse just like uh, sorted low to high, or high to low in terms of three point shooting, and that was his draft board. Uh, basically um i've seen i think i saw a jj reddit comp i've seen some actual like non like you know bucks folks who pull up a scouting report and spout something off i've seen real draft folks who kind of liked merrill's game um he's old as hell for a drafted player 24 he's right 24 and a half right now oh my so goodness. <laughs> the young core is old but um, young, obviously he's almost as old he's almost as old as Giannis. <laughs> that's that's the new young core baby but I keep thinking he's shorter. Sam Merrill's six foot five, so not tiny. Uh, Two oh five. He's played obviously a lot of ball already, but this year alone, six point eight attempted threes per game, forty one percent, eighty nine percent from the free throw line, which is even a better um, determiner. And he can handle the ball a little bit actually. He can run pick and rolls. He can shoot off pick and rolls. Three point nine assists to one point six turnovers per game. Uh, Nineteen points per game. Also, by the way, and actually four rebounds, despite being you know a, more of a ball handler. Um, not huge guard, but I think his age obviously turned teams away. But again, for the Bucks, it's not really a concern at all. I think if he is athletic enough to hang on defense and to get a little bit of separation for that shot on offense, could be a useful player. Yeah, definitely could be a useful player. I think I think the Bucks just want to be like, who's who's a who's a white guy that does well in uh, college basketball playoffs? <laughs> that's that's the pick. Yep. I mean, yep. Dante, Sam. Yeah. Um, they haven't had many picks. <laughs> that, that's, that's two of the last three right there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see um, how Merrill holds up uh, Utah State's own. It wouldn't surprise me to see the Bucks grab an undrafted guy. They have not yet. I gasped earlier while you were talking. The Memphis Grizzlies went ahead and got Killian Tilly on a two-way two. Did they really? I, I saw him mocked in like the 40s, I feel like, maybe even higher. And they have him now on a two-way and not didn't use a single pick. The Grizzlies are cleaning up, man. Um, but, 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bucks add another guy, but I doubt I would. I don't think I'd expect anyone as good as as these two. I, I'm I'm intrigued to see what they have here. Yeah, no, for sure. They, it's the Bucks have actually had a decent record drafting in the second round. Yeah, they have. So because I think they've they've so often ignored like the age thing that that turns teams off. Yeah, they they find players who can actually contribute to their team, which I yeah. feel like is a insufficiency. <laughs> In terms of the NBA draft? Just slightly. Uh, so if they can actually hit on that and they can hit on these two, at least maybe one of them right away, and then, hey, maybe you can develop one of them. Maybe not Sam because he's already old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Sam is going to be pretty close to what he is after he gets over. Hopefully like, he's the one NBA that's ready speed. to contribute. <laughs> um. um. Yeah, but, I don't know. Both interest me. I, I think I think Wara might have some real upside. We'll see. Mm. Um, but he has potential. I, I don't think either player. I, I don't envision starters here, but I do envision like maybe sooner than later, like at least a bench spark plug you can put in to make some shots, and not a bench spark plug in the sense of Dante, where you feel like there's real potential for him becoming could he an be like player. a could he be like a Pat Connaughton? I think I think. Not as athletic. Neither guy was probably going to be as athletic. Maybe, maybe War. I'm not but like that super sort of familiar. Role. I think the big difference is a real shooter, like not a face shooter, a ch- not someone who takes a lot of shots. This is like the, there's a real chance that one or maybe even both of these two would be among like the best bench shooters the Bucks have had since they've had Giannis. They have not had that many dead eye shooters. They're clearly looking to find Their one best at this is point. Like. Kyle Korver and obviously Korver is really good. George Hill uh, is sort of again not high volume for most of his time. George Hill, fake shooter, kind of yeah, actually a fake shooter. Sorry, George, Um, don't mean to throw you under the bus on your your way out. Yeah, which by the way, shots to George, great person too. Yeah, what he did in Milwaukee leading up to the election, just fantastic. Yeah, Uh, big George Hill guy over here, Um, but. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I think I think it probably I, I feel better about War, but I could see Merrow being the one that pans out. But I think you're gonna get at least one real guy who, like, by the halfway point of year one, you're like, wait, is this rookie shooting 42 percent from deep and actually scoring like eight points per game? This is actually useful. Like, I maybe I'm just a blind optimist, but that's the vibe I'm getting. I mean, yeah, it's that's that's what happens with the draft, though. It's like, ooh, yeah, it is. new shiny. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel better about no, it's, both it's of these good. guys than I felt about DJ Wilson. That's fair. Yeah, I felt nothing or about Dante, DJ Wilson. Truly, I was kind of low on. Dante. I was a little excited about Dante, but I was I was low I wasn't, on DJ. I wasn't full Adam McGee and saying this is the worst pick ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got so many good calls. You got to remember the bad ones. <laughs> got to keep him honest. Got to uh, keep him honest. Uh, but yeah, I think hopefully Sam hits right away because there's no real chance of him hitting after. Uh, and it stinks that there's probably not going to be a G League season to yeah. let him like get some run down there and get acclimated to like at least a somewhat higher quality of player. Mm. Um, well, they have him on a two-year guaranteed deal. Oh yeah, because we have the uh, we have the numbers already, huh? Yep, it's like one and a half mil guaranteed a year, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I'll pull it up. Wait, no, it has to be less than that, right? Isn't the whole point for it to be like 800K? Or maybe it's uh, one and a half million for two years. Total. 
See, I already like Wara better because Wara's tweeted several times about how excited he is to be on the box. Sam Merrill, no tweets. When's the last time uh, Sam tweeted, though? Six days ago. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't think he's a volume tweeter. It was just He just retweeted Tony Jones, who wrote a story about him being a Utah guy. Oh, Tony Jones has got the contract, too, so that's funny. That makes sense. What is it? <laughs> uh, one and a half years are guaranteed. 1.4 million guaranteed. Okay, probably total. I, yes, total. Okay, How yeah, do you guarantee half a year? Probably. Oh, there's a guarantee date. Yeah, so it'll, it'll be fully guaranteed <laughs> at some point. If they cut him today, it'd be only half of it. Um, that's fine. I, I don't have a strong take on that. Um, do I love you not that have, we... Yeah, I, I don't understand. That's not like a normal second-round second, second contract, is it? There's not one normal. I mean, they're almost always minimums, except in but rare cases. they're usually cases. like two plus ones, aren't they? A lot of the times they are, yeah. Um, the half guarantee is a little bit weird. But it, again, the thing to consider, it's the 60th pick. Like a lot of these guys don't ever get That's a contract. Um, so maybe the agent got it halfway guaranteed or whatever. Who knows? Um, I will say, if you want an optimistic comp, a sharpshooting 60th overall pick, Isaiah Thomas, baby. Oh, boy. Speaking of He's no even existence, taller than him. We got comps. He's like three times taller than him. We got comps. <laughs> you know what? I thought, do you remember in the peak of uh, no NBA, just homunculus Isaiah Thomas? That picture that was oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say earlier, I love that we go from being tired because we're recording at 645 to literally up at 1216 and breaking down the guy that Bucks picked 60th. Hey, we're we're on that grind. We are, um, <laughs> but that 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 picture lives red free in my head. <laughs> it has to. It absolutely has to. Um, that's a great pick. If anyone hasn't seen the pick, um, tweet at us, um, and we'll we'll have to find the pick and, and share. I think it. it's in my bookmarks. I'm gonna retweet it right now. Everyone's gonna be right confused now. until I, <laughs> until I, they listen to the pod. Obviously, I wanted to say this up front, and I forgot because there's so much going on, but. Um, we broke a record for listening on Tuesday when we dropped the Bogdan episode, Bogdan and Drew episode. Um, so if, if you're coming over from that, if you're new to listening to Eurostep, welcome. We're sincerely grateful to have you. Um, we're always a little bit off the rails cause that's just the show, but we're usually, I think a little bit more focused and aware of what's going on than this week. So don't hold that against us too much. Please consider like subscribing to the pod rating and reviewing, if you want to get in our Discord chat to chat with us and, and other Bucks fans, you can tweet at us with uh, a picture, a screenshot. I would say picture, a screenshot of you listening to the pod or giving it a rating or review, and we'll get you in there. And I'm not stealing your outro, but I just wanted to like, if you're new, welcome. We're super glad to have you. Please stick around. Like, we're excited to talk Bucks all the time, even when, like right now, it's a complete mess. Yeah, no, we're always excited to talk Bucks with the, everyone here. So, like, you know, if, if you are new to this pod, like, I know some people, even myself included, when you find a new podcast, you're just like, oh, this is a good episode. And then that's like, then you just sort of forget about it. Hey, stick around. Give us another chance. You know, I, I like to think we're 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 good people. I think, yeah, I think we're OK. At least I'm OK. You're a good person. We're, we got solid content. We got great content. Um, Give us a shot. Yeah. Give us a shot. 
give it, oh, we're going to be back pretty soon, I'm guessing, because there's going to be more updates uh, sometime <laughs> this weekend. So, uh, busy week for us, but hey, we, as long as we end on a good note, I think I'm yeah. fine with it. See, like, the, the wind horse news breaking during the pod is just, it's not even Perfect. news, it's a report. It's just, it's it helped soothe me a little bit. I'm less yeah. stressed now. Um, but yeah, we we just, we wrapped the draft. Uh, the Bucks have two picks, like I mentioned, for the first time in like two years. They have a draft pick. Uh, <laughs> and this might be the last time we say that for like a decade. First time they had two picks in the same draft since Don and Brogdon? Really? I, I'm asking, isn't it? What about DJ they, and they Sterling? Have, oh, I totally forgot. I can't believe that was the same draft. Yeah, you're right. So first time they had two picks since then. So like two years? Three. Three 2017. Years? Yes, because then it went Dante, no second rounder, and yep, then just and then no nothing. pick. Yeah, so three years. And this is probably the last time, like I said, for like a decade. So <laughs> hey, Drew Holiday, welcome. Please don't leave. <laughs> please, uh, please sign an extension. Or at least but don't please, talk least, about it. Yeah, don't no, talk at, about at least, the extension until Friday. Not even the extension. At least come to Milwaukee for a year. <laughs> like at least, at least have this trade go through. <laughs> the Grizzlies just got another two-way guard. Wow, Sean McDermott from Butler. Is he related to Doug? Probably. I don't or McDermott's know. McDermott's maybe a common last name. Whatever. We're off the rails. Yeah, we're yeah, trying yeah, to. We're trying to wrap this up here. Yeah. yeah uh, so, um, uh, so yeah, thank you for listening to this wild episode of the Eurost. Is this an emergency pod? Yeah, I think every pod right now is an emergency pod. To this emergency episode of the Eurostep here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Uh, it is late. We are still providing great content for you. Like Ty said, uh, leave a rating, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice, get in the Discord, tweet at us a picture of you listening to the pod, selfie or screenshot, and we'll get you in there. Uh, make sure you're checking out all the content across the entire Blue Wire Podcast Network. There's a lot of great draft content out there now because, you know, the draft happened. So uh, everyone stay safe, and we will talk to you next time. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.